3: And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian.
2: Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No
0: purchase necessary. VTW group prohibited
1: by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. You found primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on v the sports betting network.
4: It is primetime action Wednesday night from the South Point Hotel Casino on the tip of the strip. It's Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, Kelly Bidlin. Glad you could hang with us tonight. Still no NBA. They need one more day, apparently, to start that. But we do have the first game, game number one of the Eastern Conference Stanley Cup Finals, between the Lightning and, of course, the New York Rangers. Lightning slight favorites there. And we have the match number six. And you have a bet. Yeah, I mean, we said yesterday, content bet. Content
5: bent. It's just a content it's for the show. I just took the underdog because it's kind of like sure. At what point am I going to really lay minus one ninety? Like <laughs> on two on two golfers, I have no idea how, you know, how, how much they played golf over the last six months or whatever. So, I took the other guys where I have no idea how much they played golf over the last six months, but I got plus one sixty-five on them. You took the youngs as opposed to the yes. olds. Good over at DraftKings, it is plus one sixty right now. If you want Allen and Mahomes, uh, Brady and Rogers are minus one. 90. There is a whole bunch of other props on there, so I mean, you go dig around. Yeah, dig around, figure what, figure a a way that you want to enjoy this match. Go, go right ahead. But yeah, I just took the underdogs, and we'll see
4: how. What do you suspect this handle is versus the hockey game tonight? And I'm asking a serious question. I I think it will be. I think it will be pretty close. I do too. I think it'll be pretty close. Let's get a vello on the line. Really? Not tonight, but I'm just saying I want to know how close this got to the hockey game.
6: Yes. You guys really think it's going to be that close to the hockey game? I think it is.
4: Let's put it this way. I think it will be half, at least half Mm -hmm. of the hockey handle.
6: Okay. All right. Oh, no,
4: wait a minute. The Rangers are playing. Never mind. Strike that. Oh, there's New York betting. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, New York betting. East Coast buys. Never mind. Definitely. Uh, I got some
5: first pitches coming in right now. Angels and Yankees. Reed Detmers, Nestor Cortez. Cortez and the Yankees, minus 195. Home favorites, plus 165. On Detmers and the Angels on the road as underdogs, a flat eight. Your total. couple minutes, the Mariners and Orioles going at it. Robbie Ray and Kyle Bradish. Robbie Ray and the Mariners, minus 145. Road favorites, plus 125. On Braddish and the Orioles at home as underdogs. Eight and a half, your total there. Seven o seven Eastern. The White Sox and Michael Kopech. Blue Jays Hyunjin Ryu, Ryu and the Blue Jays are minus one twenty five home favorites. Plus one o five on Kopech and the White Sox on the road as underdogs. Eight and a half, your total. Reds and the Red Sox. Hunter Green and Garrett Whitlock. Whitlock and the Red Sox minus two hundred home favorites. Green and the Reds plus one seventy. Road underdogs, 8.5 the total there. 7.10 Eastern, we got the Twins and the Tigers. Bailey Ober for the Twins. Tariq Skubal for the Tigers. Nearly a coin flip, slightly shaded towards Skubal and the Tigers at home. A flat 7 the total. 8 o'clock hour, 8.05, Rays and Rangers. Jeffrey Springs for the Rays. John Gray for the Rangers. Springs has looked pretty good here as the uh, Rays have kind of put him into that starting Rotation for them. He's a minus 120 favorite over the Rangers. Gray and the Rangers are even money. Underdogs at home, seven and a half the total. 805 Eastern Brewers and Cubs. Jason Alexander. Yes,
6: Jason. I liked him on Seinfeld.
5: Yeah, Jason Alexander. Yes, is pitching for the Brewers. George is getting very angry. (laughs) Kyle Hendricks for the Cubs. Uh, Hendricks in the Cubs. Actually, this is a coin flip now. This thing just flashed. 110 on both sides. 8 is your total. And then 8-10 Eastern, Pirates and Dodgers. Jose Quintana, Mitch White. Mitch White and the Dodgers, minus 255 home favorites over the Pirates. A flat nine is your total there. And, of course, we do have the Lightning and the Rangers, as Gil mentioned, coming to you at 8 Eastern. Right now, the best number you can find out there, if you want, the favorite is minus 130. If you want the underdog, you can find a plus 115 out there. So do
4: a little bit of shopping. Look how beautiful it is out there at the Wind Golf Course with the sphere, the new sphere in the background there. Beautiful day in Las Vegas. Literally like the last day before it gets inferno hot here. So I couldn't have scheduled this nicer. And they allowed the fans on the course this time. So fans are allowed on the golf course to check out Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes, and Josh Allen play. The Brady has his own Six.
6: clothing line now. Look at him. you, see this little. Of course he does. Polos by you Brady. See this? You, is that right? Is that what it's called? I, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> you really want to wear, wear a shirt that says Brady? On it right doesn't now? say TB12 though. It says Brady. No. That's right. It's a it's a different branding. He should really slow down on that golf cart though. He's yeah, a bit of a easy. hazard. They Come on, him, Tom.
4: They gave him a hyped up one. That's for sure. Man,
6: we got uh, inside information from Brian Ortega, who was considering going to this today. Mm-hmm. Two hundred fifty bucks a pop for a ticket. Oh, is that right? Yeah. It's like 500 to play, something like that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to guess the majority
5: of those people didn't pay. To. I bet you they are. That's probably Hotel true. guests.
6: Yeah, but if you remember the last one, the, you didn't see people like this at all. They were just back at the near, uh, closer to the hotel. There's actually people out on the course.
4: Hmm. Would
6: you have paid?
5: I would not, but I know people, Gil.
6: He would have made a couple calls, Gil. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I know people. He's
4: so well-connected, but I know people. (laughs) All right, uh, tomorrow night, NBA Finals. Steve Kerr announced that Gary Payton II, Otto Porter, and Andre Iguodala are questionable for game number one and all participated in practice today. Questionable sound like they're playing to you? I think so. Just my guess. Ime Udoka reiterated that Robert Williams will be day-to-day the rest of the way for the Celtics. He and uh, Marcus Smart will both be listed as questionable for game one. That's Boston for Marcus Smart. ESPN sources is uh, also saying the Brooklyn Nets are deferring acquisition of the Philadelphia 76ers 2022 first round pick at number 23 all the way to the 2023 NBA draft. They had that option. Uh, the option on pushing back the pick comes out of the James Harden Ben Simmons trade. You may recall the Nets had to inform the league office of that decision today that per Woj and they did. And then the big uh, story in golf beyond the match six. Uh, after LIV Golf released the names of 42 players last night on this show because Kelly Bidlin said it out loud, and they were listening, and they're like, we better announce the names. Uh, the names of 42 players who compete in its first event outside London next week. The PGA Tour released a statement today that reiterated uh, Monahan's warning that players would face discipline for defying the tour's position, including potential fines, suspensions, and or bans. This is the direct quote. As communicated to our entire membership on May 10th, PGA Tour members have not been authorized to participate in the Saudi Golf League's London event under PGA Tour tournament regulations. Members who violate the tournament regulations are subject to disciplinary action. Unquote. That from the PGA Tour on golfers playing in the LIV golf event. Subject to disciplinary, disciplinary action, does that sound a little uh, lighter-handed to you than what we heard before? Like, you are banned.
5: Mm, I mean, I think the I mean, here's the big thing about this, which I guess, like you know, we were kind of digesting this on the fly yesterday. Is you know, Augusta an, an, operates independently, right? So you they, you can play the Masters as long as they invited you know, as long as, you as they can invited
4: still you. Still our tournament, yeah, yeah. Store.
5: Like so, there's there are tournaments they were going to be able to play regardless, right? Because they don't really fall under the purview of the PGA Tour as it is anyway. So I think some of these guys like maybe weighed that. Tom yeah, Brady's – But,
4: uh, but, it, not but in the, not Aaron Rodgers
5: already dead center in the fair. Yeah, yeah Rodgers yeah. is good. Tom Rogers Brady's already dead the, oh, center. Oh, I see. They're playing best uh, ball. He's already dead center, which is just disgusting. Hmm. I would have bet against him. I, I'm glad I bet against him, too, because Rodgers out there with the man bun, rocking the man bun. Oh, that's a faux pas. Can't um, do that. So I'm just uh, – on the golf course, no thanks. So I feel pretty good about that. Yeah, I mean, I think when, when you when you look at this, some of these guys, once I kind of digest a little bit more today – you can play the majors, right? You can play the majors. You play these. Maybe you play a couple of other little invitational tournaments. Because, again, like there's – if there's no – some have gone over and play some of those other tournaments that are sponsored by the, by the Saudis and stuff like that. I mean, I think that there's some of these guys that are just kind of like, eh, I don't really – I don't really care if I don't get to play the Sanderson Farms.
4: The Valspar Championship? Yeah, like I don't really care. Uh, RBC ended its relationships, by the way, with both Dustin Johnson and Graham McDowell after the PGA Tour players were included in the field for the first LIV Golf Invitational Series event. And some reports today, by the way, they just threw up a graphic where Josh Allen had three consecutive L's in his last name. Just want to point that out from a production Mm -hmm. standpoint. There was a report today that Dustin Johnson was paid $125 million to join this tour. Let me ask you something. If you got paid that kind of cash, if that's true, you wouldn't go.
5: Oh no, that's what I was
4: saying. Like, In a I think heartbeat, it's a, I think it's a good business
5: decision for, yeah, for especially
4: man. for somebody like him. Come on, right? I mean, $125 twenty-five million—that's a—that's
5: a quality. That is a very quality business decision. You
4: know, one hundred twenty-five million here, one hundred twenty-five million there. All of a sudden, you got some real money. It's true. All of a sudden, Arizona Cardinals quarterback Kyler Murray—I—I I, I, I gasp as soon as I hear this possibility of story. He was back at the team's training facility Wednesday. He was on the practice field for the first time during the team's voluntary offseason program. Murray, do not forget, uh, did not attend the Cardinals OTAs, the organized team activities, last week. So uh, quite the offseason it's been for him. Scrubbing the Cardinals from his social media. and Now apparently they've all made nice. You, this wasn't predictable at all. I think he finally got some good advice. That was probably it the whole time, right? You know. Kyler,
5: you, you don't have to play for them. I think he finally They're got some good advice all of this. Man. We're sitting here on the uh, – I mean, not that this, isn't, this is bad for Philadelphia fans, but we were sitting here watching a game yesterday, watched Gene Segura go to, to bunt, yeah. and we, we talk all the time about how nobody bunts anymore, mainly because the analytics say don't do it, but also they don't know how to do it anymore. He proved that as he uh, went to bunt. The ball hit him on the finger, oh. and we were like – I was like, man, that, that looked like it cracked him right on the finger. Just comes through. 10 to 12 weeks for him. Was he
4: holding, mean, this is a serious question, was he holding the bat
5: wrong? Well, I'm, I mean, I can only assume.
4: He's got to have, to have yeah, something I mean, up there, yeah, right? I mean,
5: I can only assume.
4: <laughs> I guess that would make sense. Yeah. Something had to be expected. I think the exposed. pitch magically
6: like curved around <laughs> and like hit him on the finger.
4: Yeah, that's probably true. Yeah. Yeah.
6: We were all practicing our, our bunting we form in here yesterday. But, I um,
4: didn't know if he swung and then he got <laughs> hit or what was going on with that. The old swinging bunt. That's too bad. Yeah. That's a, the injuries are mounting. Again, your Brewers ticket dealing with uh, mounting injuries of the pitching staff. Um, We'll track the match six. Matt's got a bet on it. It's going with the dogs. They're on the first hole there at the lovely wind course, which was once threatened to be pared down to nine holes, but they decided to uh, scrap that, that. keep it at 18. We'll come back. We'll talk to uh, Wes Reynolds, the glue that holds this whole operation together. We'll talk NHL and golf with him. That's on the other side. It's VEASAN's primetime action.
1: You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on v the Sports Betting Network.
4: Back on primetime. <clears throat> Pardon me. I'm so emotional about this golf event. Back on primetime. It's Gil, Matt, and Kelly. Glad you could hang with us on a Wednesday night. And now, ladies and gentlemen, a person we paid $125 million to to appear on the show tonight. That's how difficult it was for Kelly to book them. It's the glue that holds all of this together, co-host, of long shots, the greatest golf betting show there ever was, and co-host of many a show here on this network, it's Wes Reynolds. How you doing, Wes?
8: I have a stellar human rights record here at Visa, and I'm unlike this other tour,
4: <laughs> like this other—that's right, like this very spotty other tour. Um, first of all, I—I'm I, almost afraid to ask you this, Wes, because you might slap me in the neck. But you have a bet on the match six?
8: Uh, I did not bet it, actually. And look, I I was into it the first couple times they did it. And it'll probably be fun programming whenever you have Charles Barkley on the telecast. It's going to be fun, and I'm sure they'll try to make it entertaining. But I just don't have as much of an interest in it. I think when it was during the pandemic Mm -hmm. and we were starved for sports programming, I think that it was pretty cool to see Tiger and Rory and all these guys and Peyton Manning and Tom Brady out there. But I did not bet the match tonight.
5: Wes, we have a puck drop here in about 45 minutes. We're looking at the Lightning about minus 130 ish, something like that. You can catch a plus 115 if you shop around for the Rangers. Um, What did you think about this series as a whole, and uh, what about the game tonight?
8: Yeah, and, uh, you know, it's rightfully, you know, I guess if you go by trends, Matt, getting bet to the under considering the Lightning have gone under in each of their last five games at under five and a half. That's what the total is tonight. Same thing with the Rangers, under five and a half and five of the last seven. So I actually don't have the best number on the first period. But I do kind of like the first period over. And I also like the Rangers a little bit in the first period. I think, you know, you can get that anywhere from a dollar five to a dollar ten. Shop around. There is some late money I'm seeing on the screen to the under. But Tampa Bay, it's kind of very similar to what we saw with Colorado and St. Louis, where I felt like Colorado was clearly the better team and they ended up winning the series in six. But, you know, maybe there's a little bit of rust here because Colorado was off eight days, even though they outplayed the Blues in the first period. The Blues tended to ended up uh, winning that first period wager. And I think the Rangers might do it tonight, too. I know they've only got one day off. And Tampa Bay has got eight days off. And Andre Bostolevsky has been absolutely out of his mind. The save percentage in five-on-five five situations been a little over 94%. He has the best goaltending numbers of any of the four goaltenders in the playoffs. Obviously, if we watched last night, those other two certainly don't. But uh, I, I think Tampa Bay is the better team, but I think the Rangers can give them a little bit more of a series. And I kind of cast the Rangers aside after I sucked out on the river, winning in that first round series against Pittsburgh, because I thought Pittsburgh was the better team. So it's like, okay, this Rangers bunch, now they're going to get their comeuppance against Carolina who just don't lose at home, except for game seven. So, you know, Tampa Bay, I think, is going to get the support. And you're seeing it a little bit in the series, 180, 190, by and large, take back, plus $1.50, $1.60 on the blue shirts. But tonight, I actually think the Rangers, even though it's a short rest period, sometimes adrenaline really kicks in. And you got a Tampa Bay team that thinks they're the better team and might be a little bit flat early. So I like the Rangers in the first period and a little bit on the over one and a half at plus money.
4: And no and no Rangers series bet for you, Wes, in the end? Just plain No, I
8: think I think this is priced about right, Gil. Dollar okay. eighty, dollar eighty five. Tampa Bay, of course, trying to reach their third straight Stanley Cup and they've won the last two. But if you look, you would have maybe expected if you don't follow this closely, you might have thought, okay, Tampa Bay is going to be like you know, 225 or 230 considering Carolina was almost $2 over Tampa Bay. And I don't think that there was really much in the market or the standings necessarily separating Carolina and Tampa Bay. I thought they were pretty even. But market, given the blue shirts, a little bit of respect here.
1: Can we
4: go back to the display? Let's call it a display last night. Uh, Western Conference game one, eight to six in favor of the Avalanche. They were up seven to three. Every time we looked up, Mike Smith was letting something go behind him. Uh, finally, they pulled him yesterday. He's he's done that in game ones prior to this during these Stanley Cup playoffs. And I'm just curious, you know, the, the question that leaps to mind, I asked this of Jake Hahn this morning is, does the Western Conference series feel like it's the second place series to you, given the fact that you have the great goaltenders in Vasilevsky and Shosturkin on the Eastern Conference side, or do you not view it that way? And you think either of these teams that comes out is live.
8: You know, I think, uh, I think there's something to your point there, Gil, even though I think Colorado, obviously very capable have been one of the best teams in the National Hockey League all year. But I do still think, even in this modern era, even though we've seen scoring the highest it's been in, what, 15-plus years in the NHL, I still think defense and goaltending are going to matter. So now I've got to look at my natural instincts as a better. And I don't know if you guys have these same type of instincts. But whenever I see, and I'm looking at that total tomorrow, whenever I see, like, a 75-cent move, I almost want to fade it every single time because this this closed at some spots, seven under minus 135. You are now seeing, including right where you guys are at the South Point at the tip of the strip, you're seeing seven over minus 140. That is a 75-set move. I know that Jeez. this had 14 goals last night, but man, I've got to determine if I've got the CODs or i got the guts here to go ahead and bet this under. But that would be my natural first inclination. I might have to have a little bit of self-control in that regard. But look, if we had that kind of move in the NFL or the NBA or college basketball, college football, a 75-cent move essentially is like a three- to four-point move, and a move like that is going to be due to injury. No injury is really moving this number. It's betters basically betting what they saw last last night.
5: Wes, let's move over to uh, your thoughts on golf this week, the Memorial. We are seeing, listen, some of these numbers really short at the top with some of these guys. And, you know, I think we've talked about this a couple of different times before where it's just, it's, you know, it's tough to bet. If you're betting this every single week, you, you know, you're betting guys 8, 10, 11, something like that to one. It's just going to be, be really, really tough. So where did you kind of start your betting card this week as far as as uh, as far as like the, the shortest guy you bet?
8: Well, I mean, the guys that are at the top are the two dominant players. It's basically been the Rahm and Cantlay show over the last four years. Uh, Rahm should have had two victories, only has one. Cantlay does have two to his credit. But I started a little bit downwards. I started with Sandra Schauffele, 21-1. to He's been in the top 14 the last four appearances at Muirfield. Did win, actually, about a little over a month ago down in New Orleans with Patrick Cantlay. Fifth at the Nelson, 13th at the PGA. Form is coming around. Victor Hovland popped a little bit on the models. And look, all the top guys basically popped this week, but he was third here in 2021 at the Workday, uh, which Marikawa won in the playoff for Justin Thomas. He was only 21st last week, but he's third in total driving, fourth in SGOTT, ninth in strokes gained putting. The irons really are what let him down last week, and the irons are really the strength in his game. If you look over the last 24, 36, 50 rounds, he's fourth in this field on approach, last 36. Sun J.M., 37-1, to respectable finish, T-15 last week after he had that positive COVID test that forced him to miss the PGA. So nice return on tour. If you look at his form at Muirfield, Not very good, but he's really good at Augusta, which I think is a correlated course. Obviously, Mirrorfield Village in Columbus was really Jack's kind of homage or tribute to Augusta. Cameron Young, 40-1. to I'm going to keep betting this guy probably until he wins and just be stubborn about it. Second tee to green at the PGA, first at the Wells Fargo, second at the RBC Heritage. He's already got three runners-up and two third-place finishes. This guy is going to win, and he's going to win in short order. And then a guy I have not bet in a long time, because if you look— He's had a tough about year and a half since he won the Farmers Insurance Open. Patrick Reed, 65-1, to and I'm going to buy in a little bit here. Three top tens in six career starts here in Columbus. He's had difficulty finding fairways, but the short game has really stayed true. But now he's ditched that PXG driver. He's driven the ball better. He's actually gaining tee to green, and I think he gained like five strokes and then six and a half strokes last week, tee to green in the last two starts. And then my long bomb this week, I went with Brendan Steele, 150-1, to Five straight cuts, capped off by a top 10 at the PGA. Always really good off the tee. Always in that top 10. Seventh for SGOTT over the last 36 rounds. Also his game with the Irons in five of the last six starts. So I took a shot with Brendan Steele, 150-1. to
4: For those listening on the uh, radio side, Wes, your four matchups as well?
8: Yeah, uh, Xander over Colin Morikawa, and that's priced as a coin flip, and that's what it is. And there's a lot of people I respect, on morikawa who does have a win on this course at that one-off workday uh, charity open that they had in twenty twenty but i do like xander this week aaron wise minus a dollar thirty over tom hoagie aaron wise actually almost made my outright card. that might be an in play possibility as we go forward to the weekend Abraham Anster at minus $1. twenty over Seamus Bauer. I think that's where I ended up betting it. And then, uh, you know, looking down at the uh, fourth matchup here, I actually lost it, so I can't see the graphic. I'm sorry, so I'm going through my notes here. But, yeah, uh, uh, those are my matchups this week, and uh, see if we can go ahead and hit them. It was Patrick Reed, by the way. I knew it was Reed against somebody. Yeah. Billy Horschel, plus 110.
4: All right, 30 seconds, Wes. Uh, are you in getting involved at all in the NBA Finals?
8: A little bit. I think I'm going to probably be on Golden State on the money line for game one. I'm going to wait and bet the series. I'm not going to necessarily bet it pre-flop, But I do think that the experience maybe could matter, at least in the first game. Uh, Boston, zero games of finals experience. Golden State has about 120 plus. So I like the Warriors a little bit on the money line tomorrow.
4: All right. Wes, should I pay $300 to go see Anita Baker by myself tonight?
8: Absolutely. I think there's only 12 songs, but they're all bangers, Gil. All
4: oh, bangers. That's all I needed to hear. Thank you, Wes. Appreciate it.
8: You bet, Gil. Thank you.
4: Wes Reynolds, everybody. Co-host of Long Shots. Wes Reynolds won the number one on Twitter. You can check him out there. We'll come back. We have ranked our favorite three NBA Finals MVP from a betting value standpoint. That's on the other side. Vicent's primetime action.
1: You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on v the Sports Betting Network.
4: The MLB season is in full swing, and you can play ball with the Peacock MLB Sunday Lead-Off Challenge. Just draft your players and compete for free for up to $10,000 in prizes. Visit DraftKings.com Peacock for more info. Just don't watch your shows. Peacock them. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. How you doing in this match six so far?
5: Oh, it's not—they—they they don't hit the ball very straight. These young guys. Which yeah. it's just a good thing that they're good at quarterbacking. Tom, Tommy throwing darts in there at the yeah.
6: at the green. You know, you know how we uh, sit here during NBA season and I complain about things like the Orlando Magic in their in their all black and orange uniforms. Uh, yes. It, wait, there was no thought process uh, behind the teammates wearing the same colors here. Because oh, we right. have two wearing white and two wearing black, but they're on opposite teams. That's right. We had a Phoenix Suns-Orlando Magic game, in which the Magic <laughs>
4: wore Phoenix Suns uniforms, right. essentially. That's right. Uh, so, wait. so, so t- Oh, that's right. So, Brady's got a white shirt. Roger's got a black shirt.
6: Yeah. And then it's Allen in black and Mahomes in white. Oh, it's so bad. They didn't plan accordingly. Come
4: on. Come on. Looks nice out there. I'm
6: surprised two of them were brave enough to even wear black uh, in Las Vegas. It's a beautiful day out there. It's beautiful today, but yeah. like you said, like tomorrow or oh. two days from now.
4: Inferno. Disco Inferno. Oh, my God. Y'all are weak. Y'all are so weak. Oh, yeah, sorry. Oh, it's, like 90, it's still too wait, cold it's for It's going to be like yeah. 92. Wait a minute now. It's going to be like you, 92. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The, the last person on earth that can make comments about
6: <laughs> weather sensitivity is Mateo Brown? I mean, it's stop It's gonna it.
5: be like 92.
6: This, this is how much we are on different planets. Me and Gil from Matt, where we are worried about getting hot, and it is still too cold for Matt to kick a football right now.
5: See, you're, you're, now you're just fake news, and Kelly, you just want to keep on saying this like over and over and over again. We've already set a date. We've already said that it's gonna happen before July the first. right. We've already given the whole whatever. So it's this is it's the the thing's over now. It's it's over now. I, I hate to kill people on the Twitter machine, but the uh, the running joke is over now.
4: Josh Allen is uh. going to chip out of a river. <laughs> <laughs> Where, where's he running to? <laughs> he's, uh, I think he's the in
6: Summerlin. Bellagio found easy water hazard.
4: Yes. <laughs> oh, he landed there somehow? somehow <laughs> well, How <laughs> fortunate is that? Well, I don't know. Did he drop or did he just get lucky? Oh. Maybe he did. I don't know. That's a nice little uh, chip. Oh, no. It looks like it hit some vegetation. Yeah, he's not happy with that. Where's the ball? I uh, have no idea. Through the green on the other side who knows all you right you think there's nerves i mean seriously though because like you're you're they're not used to you're this. doing so, right you're yeah. doing
5: something that you are not used to doing
4: with people around yeah. and cameras around yeah i uh, i'd be nervous
5: i mean i i bet you there i bet you if you talk to them afterwards and after they've had a couple of uh you know a couple of adult beverages to kind of loosen up a little bit they tell you that there, were, there was nerves involved. A, that was an
6: outstanding yeah. chip
4: by Patrick Mahomes. Anybody
6: at the Memorial will take that shot wow. this weekend that Patrick Mahomes just did. Wow, Tom Brady giving him a standing O. That was beautiful. From elevated, off the green, in the rough. So you not you don't even get the trap going up on. Yeah, that was an yeah, impressive was, shot. That was very impressive. Good luck with this this
4: one, Rogers. Rogers and Mahomes basically playing each other with uh, Tom Brady and Josh Allen just hacking it up.
6: Never seen so much water in Vegas. Yes. in these
4: past two shots, Could <laughs> it say? There's a, little, a nice little chip from Aaron Rodgers. He needs to get it to roll a little bit. Mahomes, better chip. All right, what we did here, a uh, good idea by by uh, young Kelly Bidlin, was we took uh, NBA Finals MVP numbers and we decided each of us to rank them three, two and one, our three favorite based on betting value. Matt, we start with you. Oh, we have an intro. And the funky Power Rankings intro. Come on! Sorry about that. Prime time action. Power Rankings. Bring the funk.
5: Hold for intro, not on the rundown. I'm sorry. So yeah, oh yeah, because I always put that. Not idea. on the rundown. So you know, I hold for intro. Yeah, you should,
4: Everything we do, you should have <laughs> right. in the rundown.
5: Right. right. Yeah, it would now, be...
4: Gil, you speak.
5: Hold. Hold for intro. <laughs> it would because, be, I mean,
6: hold. Hold for intro, Gil. After. After <laughs> we just randomly talk about what's going That's on right. in this match. That kind of scared <laughs> <me>. <laughs> I didn't know what, what was
4: happening right there. Like I, I was a I little know. nervous. I apologize for forgetting our
5: power ranking intro. Uh, um. Oh, I know. I had no idea. That's what I was saying. I mean, because this is where Kelly's gotta, gotta help us out. Uh, I, at the top here, and again, we did I just did this from a betting standpoint as far as, as value goes. This is not who I think is going to win. This is like basically the order in which I would probably like to have tickets in my account. And it's basically if the Celtics win, I'd rather have Jalen Brown and Marcus Smart at eleven to one and forty-five to one in my account than Jason Tatum at plus 170 because I do think that the contributions that Brown – I mean, we did – we kind of broke this down, right? I mean, like, Jalen Brown, outside of one one playoff stinker game, he has been right there with Tatum from a statistical standpoint from majority of the playoffs. And so to think that he could at least, you know, be in the discussion here and put up five games, six games – of um, good play if the Celtics were to win this thing, whatever, 4-2 or something like that, it, to think that he could put up six games and pull this off, I, I don't think that's crazy. So 11-1, and then Marcus Smart is a guy, like we're saying, his path is is very difficult because he basically has to play to his ceiling for six straight games, which would be averaging over 20 points, getting about, you know, getting about five, six rebounds, and then and then having that assist number, kind of pushing double digits up in that, you know, seven, eight, nine, Type number is it out of the range of outcomes for him? It is not, but it is very unlikely. But that's why you're getting forty-five to one on him in in something like but he, that.
6: But he's a he's a critical player in this series. Yeah. He is as critical as anybody else in this series. I would argue. And, so and, I,
5: that's and if he added two steals a game or something like that, yeah. then maybe you know there's something in there. And then the third Steph Curry, just because I think if the Warriors win. I think there's a very difficult path for anybody else on the Warriors winning it, other than Steph Curry, just because one, everyone loves Steph Curry, and these are still humans that vote on this, and he's a super likable dude, and he's going to shoot several from ten feet behind the three-point line, and he's going to do stuff to make everybody, you know, everybody's jaws drop, and so um, I, I just think it's a more difficult path for somebody on the uh, on the Warriors side to win it outside of Steph.
4: All right, we're similar yet different. You and I were not so different. Uh my number three was Jalen Brown, uh, because I do believe that if the Celtics do win this, and remember, with the NBA Finals MVP, you got to be on the winning team. The only time a guy from a losing team has won NBA Finals MVP was the very first year they gave this uh, award out, in 1969, when Jerry West won it for the Lakers. So essentially, that's never going to happen again, one would think. But I, I do believe that if the Celtics win this series, Jalen Brown is the best value on the board, Way obviously better value than uh, Jason Tatum, and I think he was, as we documented on this show, just as good as Tatum was last series, it could be argued, and didn't get the conference finals MVP.
6: So I've got those numbers in front of me if we just want to go over playoff numbers real quick. Um, So you're talking in the last, you know, game two did kind of separate these guys a little bit, but for full playoffs, what they've done so far uh, you got 23 points per game for Jalen Brown. He's averaging seven rebounds a game, shooting it about 39% from three. And then you look over at Tatum, he's right at 27 points per game, just under seven rebounds a game, and shooting it about 37% from three. So, you know, there's about a four-point difference there, points per game, uh, or no, a little less than about three-point difference, points per game. But other than that, not much, not much of a difference.
4: So Jalen Brown representing the best is my number three. And then with, the, uh, with two and one, I went with Steph number two. To your point, Matt, uh, the first three times that the Warriors of this Warriors dynasty won the title. It was Andre Iguodala in 2015. It was KD in 2017 and 2018. So Steph has never won one of these. And so there is a school of thought that would say that if Steph Curry scored four points and the Warriors won this <laughs> thing, they might give it to him. But I'm going to go with Clay Thompson, number one, because of the story. As you said, it's human beings voting on this kind of thing. Clay Thompson with the blown out knee, with the ruptured Achilles. Remember, that injury happened the first one during the NBA Finals against the Toronto Raptors. It would be the perfect arc of a story if Clay goes off in this Finals. So to me, Clay Thompson, 15 to 1, still represents the best value on the board.
6: Yeah, I was having a conversation with a friend last night about just how many guys do you think could legit win finals MVP. It's a small list. It's interesting because I actually we kind of argued about it a little bit. And and when I started really thinking about it more on the Warriors side, it's, it's, it's one of those two, right? It's Clay or Steph. It's just... I, I know you. You're going to have some other guys that are going to be huge, make huge impacts in this series and are going to be super important players. It's going to be one of those two at the end of the day. I do think the Celtics. There's a wider range of outcomes for who that possibly could be. Um, so yeah, getting to mine though. Um, I, I mean, I attack this like you said, Gil. It's it always comes from the winning team. I think the Celtics are going to win, so I kind of tried to really just pick all Celtics players. Starting with Tatum. When we talk Tatum and, and Curry, I do think there are there is enough of a possibility for other guys to win this on their on their own teams that I don't know that I'm running to make this bet. Like, I have a series bet on the Celtics. I'm not running to bet plus 170 on Tatum, but most likely if the Celtics win, Tatum is going to win this. So if you find a shop where this number is larger than what they got on, or much larger than what they got on the series price, yeah, I would look at it a little bit more. Jalen Brown, as you guys discussed, 11-1 right there. I, I, I think what we've, we've seen him done all postseason, you know he could win this award. And then Marcus Smart, I think, is the one I would actually think about taking a flyer on. He's going to be matching up with Steph often. If he can slow him down somehow on the defensive end, do some things on the offensive end, I think you can absolutely make a case for Marcus Smart.
4: You know what? I think we'll ask the same question of JVT. How about that? Jonathan Montobel on the other side, our senior NBA analyst. take his opinion on the three best MVP votes and the series itself next.
0: If you dare.
3: If you use paper, you're a human. But if you choose paper, you're a papertarian. Someone who lives a paper based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet. And also because it's the easiest choice you'll make all day. Seriously. It's as easy as reaching for boxed instead of bottled water. It's as easy as opting for beauty products that come in paper packaging it's as easy as grabbing eggs in a cardboard container. And that's all in one trip to the grocery store, which, if we're being honest, you were planning to go to anyway. But paper isn't just an easy choice. Papertarians know that it's the smart choice too, because paper comes from trees, a renewable and sustainably managed resource, and paper products are designed to be recycled. In fact, when you choose products that come in paper-based packaging, those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. So why wouldn't you go Papertarian? i Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. You are
1: looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VCN, the Sports Betting Network.
4: The VCN Summer Special is here for only $39. You get everything that Visa has to offer from now to the end of July. Next few months can be filled with the best betting content in the business right here at Visa.com. Subscribers will have access to all of it. Adam Burke on Major League Baseball with all his best bets. JVT, Jonathan Valtobo with his best bets all the way through the NBA Finals. Andy McNeil giving you all those hockey bets all the way through the Stanley Cup playoffs. NFL preseason coverage later on this summer. Not to mention continued best bets and premium articles covering golf, UFC, USFL, and NASCAR. The full Visa experience. Featuring a daily best bet email, every edition of PointsBread weekly, use of our betting tools and a live video stream whenever you want it. Cost is only $39. $49.39 Canadian. Told you to buy yesterday. Yes, you did. Fair warning. Yeah. All of that to be a subscriber through July 31st. That's it. $39. Sign up now at VEASAN.com slash summer. Gil, Matt, and Kelly. And ladies and gentlemen, the aforementioned Jonathan Montalvo, our senior NBA analyst, co-host of The Edge, which he does with Matt Humans, and, of course, the host of Hardwood Handicappers, a basketball podcast. That uh, JVT puts out all season long, and do you do some in the off season as well, John?
1: Oh yeah, you know I got a two week vacation coming up. Uh, still have a couple of episodes of uh, there uh, as well. So yeah, there's summer league. Uh, there might be extended coverage for summer league. We'll put it that way. So we'll see how it goes. When is summer league, by the way? July. Okay, it's usually first week of July. Don't call me on the exact dates this year, but it's yeah, it's usually early July. All right, I'm gonna I'll schedule around.
4: No one, who, no I know one, you will. No one likes a summer league better than I do, JVT. All right, we were just <laughs> What'd doing. What did they say? <laughs> do, do they say that? <laughs> uh, July 7th
6: through 17th wow, this year. There I, got,
4: you go, I yeah. got around, did it? Um, okay, so uh, top. we were just doing before the break our top three NBA Finals MVP bets based on the value that they provide. So in other okay. words, uh, Matt went, Jalen Brown is his top one. Correct. Correct. Uh, what was your two and three? Two was smart. Brown went 11 to one, smart
5: 45 to one, and then Steph at the plus 110.
4: Whereas I went, for instance, number three, Jalen Brown, number two, Steph, number one, Clay Thompson. Kelly also had his three. What would
1: you do for your top three? Oh. So I... Th- my head i think number one would be jalen brown at 13 to one uh you know you can find him in that range multiple spots circus got him at 13 to one um he's a very good three-point shooter him and Jason Tatum, of course, both averaging over 20 points per game in that win in the Eastern Conference Finals. He's got the scoring ability there. Uh, could definitely help carry Boston offensively through a best-of-seven series. So I think at that price of 13-1, uh, he would be up there. I, I would put Curry at number two, mainly because his fate is so intris- intrinsically tied to the Warriors' fate. Right? If the Warriors win, he is winning NBA Finals MVP. It, it, there are very, very, very few universes in which uh, the Golden State Warriors win this championship, and he does not win Finals MVP. And if you're getting him the- at plus 110 where other spots are minus 125 or so. I would say that is a very good value price there. And then I would agree with the sentiment on Marcus Smart. You know, at some spots, Circa, I guess, was one of them. Uh, you got him at like 100 to 1 or a little bit higher than that to win a finals MVP. And with being a starting point guard, the ability to assist, we saw how much better their offense looks at times when he's running into offense as opposed to the games that he missed. Uh, I would put him up there, too. And the other side of that, of course, being the guy who's going to primarily hound one, Steph Curry. And if he's got a couple of games in there in which he you know, beats up on Curry, remember, this is nothing to take away from Curry, but Curry had some trouble with Matthew Dellavedova at the beginning of this NBA finals career and if a uh, smart can put forward one or two good defensive contests while averaging around like an 18 and eight in terms of points and assists you could definitely see something there where uh, he has a shot at winning that so I think I'd put him in that order
5: all right John so let's take a look at you know let's let's start with the series overall before we get into actual game one in which we're sitting right now at a three and a half point spread uh, in favor of the Warriors you know there's a million different ways, especially on DraftKings, you can bet this thing. You can bet total games. You can bet, you know, Warriors in X, Celtics in X, whatever it might be. Have you looked at some of these and tried to figure out, let's just start with total games. Do you think that this thing, No, don't don't tip your hand as to which way you think that uh, this is going to go, but do you believe that this is a, you know, six or seven game series? Do you think that this is going to be hard fought
1: and we're going to be looking like later on in the series for the winner here? Um, I, I think so, Matt. I think both of these teams can do so much to one another on either end of the floor with the way they run their offense, the way that they defend, that this is going to be like a game-to-game, dragged-out kind of series, much like the Milwaukee series was, I think, between these two. Not necessarily the way that was played out, right? At times, it was like a really ugly, low-scoring, like rock sock 'em type of battle. But I just mean in the fact that almost every other game, the team or the team that lost seemed to have an answer of some sort, responded, got a victory, and that it got extended out uh, to the course of seven or in seven games. In that in that sense, so I would say yes, these are two extremely well-coached teams. Steve Kerr is incredible with the way that he can game plan, shift around his defensive game plans on a possession to possession basis, let alone a game to game basis. And Ime Udoka has come around in a very big way this series or this season alone in the way that he has made his adjustments, and it's not just defensively, offensively he made some really good adjustments with the way that the boston celtics were attacking miami's own uh, defense throughout that series too so i think this is one where you're just looking at the way like top down these coaches are really good and i think that helps extend out a series in terms of adjustments so barring any catastrophic injuries i would say this has six to seven games written all over it yeah okay and you have uh, multiple wagers here already in pocket is that correct Uh, Yeah. So outside of the actual future ticket that I already have uh, for, there's a couple of things that that I've played already Uh, for the game standpoint. I played Boston in game one plus three and a half. I I've, I've heard a lot of, it's not a really bad, it's a bad spot. I know Matt, you love spots, uh, when it comes to betting, but I don't see I, I don't see how the first game of an NBA Finals after three nights off uh, is a bad spot for Boston. This team is going to be ready to go. I think from a number standpoint, I made this a little closer to two and a half. That it would be three and a half. Talking about the value of home court in this postseason, uh, it has been whittled down to being worth three and a half points. So, if we're following that line of logic, that would mean these two teams are equals. And I don't see that as the case. And I also get the best postseason road team and the best regular season road team in the Boston Celtics. The Celtics cover sixty-six point. 2% of their games away from home in the regular season. They're 7-2 and two straight up, 7-1-1 one, one against the spread, with the best net rating in non-garbage time it's on the road this se- in this postseason. They, are, they respond very well away from home. So I think all of this put together, to me, it's going to lead to Boston plus 3.5 in game one. I'm comfortable in backing them, I think, on a game-to-game basis until, you know, I clearly am wrong or until the market adjusts here. So for me, first off, it's going to be Boston plus 3.5. The others, and you know, we talked about it. Jalen Brown, uh, you get him at that 13-1 to price to win finals MVP. I think out of, the, out of the two teams, guys, I think you guys, I would think you would agree with this. Uh, the, the Warriors have one candidate who can win this. The Celtics have multiple candidates who can win this. And I think Jalen Brown at 13-1, to who's got as good a shot as any to average about 24 points, shoot 40% from three, and help this Celtics team win this series, is a very viable candidate to win finals MVP at 13-1. to And finally, uh, Jason Tatum, I don't think gets enough credit for how elite a rebounder he is. He finished in the regular season 94th percentile at his position in individual defensive rebounding rate. He averaged over 8. I think it was 8.3 exactly in the series against the Miami Heat. He was just behind Al Horford in terms of leading that series in rebounding. And so I took him at about 950 to be the series rebound leader. I think this is very much where one we're going to see this where maybe come on, Looney's going to be out there for a while, but the Warriors love to play a little bit small. They're a very big size disadvantage already as it is comes into the series, even with Looney out there. And I think just from a Price standpoint, uh, the probability that Tatum is going to be the rebound leader for this series is is higher than the nine fifty price tag uh, would say there. So give me those three. Those are the three that I got uh, beside the future uh, the future play uh, and whatnot. So those are what I'm going into the finals with on Thursday. John, if we're talking when this thing
5: is over and it's over in five games, somebody wins four one. Which team wins four one?
1: So I'm I'll show my hand here I I think it's Boston like if that's the if that's the scenario man I feel like that's the case I just when I look at Boston and the way that they can defend and what they have done from the beginning of the calendar year to this point right now, and I think they're just very well built to handle Golden State. the The intricacies in which Golden State run their offense is is like compared to none. They are absolutely fantastic. The off ball action you're going to see, the dribble handoffs, and the little tiny differences in those uh, it's it's comparable to nobody in the NBA. But this is a team in Boston that is built to handle that. You know, I wrote about it in the NBA Finals preview that's up on the website. The Warriors led the league uh, in frequency of off-ball screens run. Uh, They have the second-highest frequency of dribble handoffs run in this postseason. But this is a Boston team that in this postseason has given up 0.85 points per possession or fewer in both of those scenarios defensively. They can switch. They can handle those types of things. They're going to have a size matchup in almost every single matchup out there on the floor if they do switch those things. And I think if you're talking about what happens over the course of a a series, if somebody wins in five, I just kind of see Boston being able to defend at a really high level and kind of suffocate Golden State, who has shot makers but not many shot creators. And I think if that's going to happen, Boston has a potential uh, to win this series pretty quickly. Yeah, but if it's a sweep, who's the team that sweeps?
4: I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm joking. Uh, I, I am amazed that it'd be you and Drew Dinsick both. Uh, well, you you were sort of forced to answer that question, but Drew Drew does have a bet on on uh, Boston winning in five, and I am I'm fascinated by that. I am just fascinated by it. The the sort of I, I'm feeling this very odd disrespect for the for the dubs, not necessarily for you, but it's just it's it's I find it fascinating. By the way, I do think there's another world uh, for, with the Warriors. I do think Clay Thompson can win the MVP because I think that story is over the top good. If he, oh, if he this, performs well.
1: Yeah. The story's there. The thing that worries me really quick is just his inconsistencies. Gil, he looks like a guy who's, you know, taken two years to come back onto the floor and he's been very hit or miss in the postseason. And that's the thing that worries me. He's got the ability, but he hasn't shown it yet in the postseason. That's troublesome.
4: That, that is yes. If he, he's got to perform, that's for sure. JVT. I appreciate it. Thanks so much. Good to talk to you guys. Thank you. Jonathan Montobel, everybody, senior NBA analyst. Also of course, co-host of the edge. And again, the host of Hardwood Handicappers, who reminds us that Summer League is right around the corner. Can't wait for that. We'll come back. We'll update all the scores. And a French Open pick is on the way. It's Beeson's Primetime Action.
0: At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field.
7: work.
3: Zumo Play.